I got you perfectly. Oh, snap. Yeah, buddy. Um, oh, man. So you know what? Welcome to Redeeming Qualities, the podcast, and not how men speak, but how friends speak. I'm joined today with... Uh, Musty-ass Mark. I'm actually yourself. musty right now, man. I'm, I'm really being myself. Yeah, you know, in case nobody knows, he was called to the Washington Task Force to look for Sasquatch. And in about one week, they'll realize it still doesn't exist and he'll be back on the podcast. So hilarious. That's what's going on. <laughs> or he may take down take down a Gryffindor and we we may have funding for the podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a Gryffindor. Is he get is, is he gonna go after Harry Potter? Oh, Gryffindor oh. is the eagle, the lion eagle. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a Griffin. Gryffindor is the uh the house of Gryffindor. Oh Jesus Christ, the Griffin. Oh, don't you get on my nerdology with me, my friend. See, oh, but, but, oh, but, but Danny's bull is bullshit, right? Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> what Danny believes is bullshit, correct. You better know your mythological creatures correctly on this podcast. You bet, I mean, you don't be coming and talking about no regular chimera and giving it an actual name. A griffin is clearly an eagle head, a lion body, right? Let's not, uh, let's not go all crazy. Yeah, so I uh, got really nerdy there, but you know what? We, um, the big news right now going on is the, the the Joe Rogan and Neil Young thing. What do you think about this? Okay. Um, you know it's evolved now. Yeah, let's get right into this. Uh, let's get into it. So, so everybody is talking about the whole Neil Young, Joe Rogan. The rights, the wrongs, what's going on? But you know what? I want to get into the, the the most basic question: is when you heard about this, what did you initially feel? Um. Well, so you know, the Joe Rogan stuff has evolved. That's what I was trying to say this whole time. So I want to start with that. We'll get into how it's evolved. But what I initially felt was like misinformation. Neil Young, who the fuck is listening to Neil Young anyway? You know, that's what I was first listening to. I thought about my connection to Neil Young and how big of a loss that would be for him to be gone off Spotify. So I thought about and how big of a. I mean, I I'll say I know maybe like two Neil Young songs. That old man, look at the you know, look at my life. That song is a jam. I'm not gonna lie, um, it's a good ass song. A I, cinnamon girl. I don't. I've never heard that, but I don't know if I which. You know, you knew you do know that Anchor has a connection with Spotify. We could play it right now if we wanted to. So that's a sick ass idea right there. But um, well, we can't because he removed it. Oh <laughs> shit! You see what you did, Neil? No. Um, so, uh, but, the yeah, one time Blair. we could talk about you. Yeah. So I get. I guess my initial feelings on it was like, um, so generally, like, there's you know always some middle aged woman quitting Facebook or Instagram and has to leave this like 10 page post of why they have to do it. And this was the, the most tragic leaving of a social platform I've ever, like not tragic in a way, but it's just like, I look at the attention that I need to leave something. And it's like, man, as, as, as a level of celebrity, like you were going to put out this, like, you know, the people, the, the person that has a hundred followers or friends on Facebook, they have to, like have some significance in their life when they leave it. And that's what I felt like it was. It was, um, you know, I'll say that this is a streaming platform. 
it is one of the one of the only ways these days that um people can listen to uh people's music right so uh that is a thing i think that i don't know the demo, the, the demographics of who you, you listens to neil young i don't know what playlist he's in i don't know what money he brings to the form to the to the you know thing right i if, if old people like we we act like old people aren't a part of demographics you know but there is a whole there's probably a whole bunch of people that are jamming you know so i really don't know i don't know what it means to just like to for the data to have to be taken off and, and what that means you know because these are part of this is just like the collections you know the more than a streaming these platforms are like collecting data you know and so for you to pull yourself out of that as a somebody that's i don't know if he's won grammys you know i don't know how big it is for an artist to say i'm pulling my shit off you know um so that's the thing and if i mean i mean you know the, the reality is there's certain artists where this would be a big deal like any of the pop stars nowadays if they were to do something like that it would be significant if Neil Young did this and, you know, Spotify existed, I don't know, back in the 70s and, you know, 80s, it would be significant, but it really isn't. And that's what I'm saying. It's like that. Okay, so right is- now you're saying the more significant that the artist is, that the more impact that this could have. That's what you're saying right now. Yeah, I, absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. Like, he's just, you know, it's kind of a set. Like, he's an activist and no one cares what he says anymore. Okay. Now, look, um, what he's, what he was saying standing up against was what he believes is misinformation towards uh covid and he's took a stand right okay so that's what he did there right i think that's important to know i think that that's just important to state um and that also we believe that we don't know how important his shit is we don't know how many listens he gets but also someone taking their discography down is a big thing Right, it can hit a platform because it's a statement like, "Whoa, you can do that." I thought that they didn't even have the power to do that. He's saying, "I don't give a fuck about this anymore. I can go to another streaming platform." Fuck your shit, okay? That is something, dude. Okay. Yeah, but and I'll I'll say, I'll say this: Is it re- like is it really that big of a deal because you can listen to Spotify? Like, so I have probably you know, I think everybody's gotten used to having multiple. TV streaming, multiple music streaming, multiple podcast streaming. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's not that big of a deal to close one app and open another. I mean, that's, okay, look, yeah, that's cool. I, I feel you on that. All right. Yeah, and, and so that's where we're at on that. And I don't even pay for Spotify. You know, I'll be honest with you, I pay for Pandora. And the only reason I pay for Pandora is because I pay one time, I have the family plan, so there's, I get five distinct emails and that gives five distinct people because I'll tell you what, I don't want to fucking listen to Harry Styles as a thumbs up thing. I don't want One Direction as a thumbs up thing because that's what my daughter likes. So I, you know, I wanted to segregate each of us to our own thing. So, you know, Spotify is not my go-to platform uh, regardless. Okay, cool. I mean, like, look, that's yours, but, you know, there's other people out there whose it is, you know what I'm saying? Some people really fuck with just Spotify. Now, I, I just... That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm, say, I'm, just, I'm just saying it's not, it's not the only stop, and that's all I'm trying to say is that people are able to listen to it. That The bigger deal is it's the only stop for Joe Rogan 
Now, that's what I've been trying to get to this whole time. Uh, yes, that, that is the stop for just some people. And it, that we don't know how much the market share is of that. And, like, we don't know how much numbers this is. And, and Spotify is one of the biggest. And so all I'm saying is that, like, it does affect overall streaming in general, right? Like, what happens? And, and now I'm just saying, like, how the business works. Yeah, somebody has a choice, but it's just, like, still it does affect something because it could be a rolling effect, right? And someone else can do that. Now, now, if we get to the Joe Rogan part, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just like, now we can take that. Now that we have this information, let's take that next step to the Joe Rogan aspect right now, right? Well, Joe Rogan, India RE, uh, did you see this at all yet? Mm -mm. India RE posted a clip of Joe Rogan saying the N-word like 20 times. And then he tells a story about like going to see Planet of the Apes in a black neighborhood then leaving that that theater and going to a restaurant and saying uh, it was like we were in Planet of the Apes because there were so many Whoa. black people there. Okay, now <laughs> he like and NDRE is like, hey, like, okay, um, you pay me point zero zero two cents on the dollar for every stream I get, but then you take that money that I'm making you on the app because it's backed by music and then you're paying him a hundred million dollars take me off that's what she says take me off that's what i'm doing i'm taking my music down because this is racism and i don't want to be a part of it now well, well, this is okay so this is the thing too wait a minute let me finish let me finish oh yeah okay, okay. Finish okay. Your point. yeah so one i don't even know if those clips are on there they, I don't think they put all of Joe Rogan's clips on there anymore. Those are old ones, so they kind of like started at a certain year and therefore. So she went way back and found old stuff. You know what I'm saying? So that's also a thing. And like also, Joe Rogan has evolved. Um, he did apologize, and um, I just overall think that this is a second step now. Now this is people haven't even really related to all people haven't even started saying everything about it yet so i just that's my ending all on that you know now what were you saying no i i was so okay so this is this is a great point it's it's i feel like a lot of people and i'm you know i'm really glad that you know people are not just jumping on the bandwagon of neil young but i also feel like there's always this time where it's opportune you know what i'm saying like ndre didn't do this three weeks ago she did it when it, you know, it felt like the time was right to do this. And I always hate that. I've talked about that before where, where people were like, well, now's the time to jump on this person. Like, you know, before that, you know, it was too big. Like the Harvey Weinstein thing is another example. I'm not saying it's the exact same thing, but it's like, why, you know, you're okay being complicit, letting this man rape people. But then when, it, you know, you feel like there's an opportunity, now you're going to do it, but you didn't care about all the rape victims prior to. You get what I'm saying? I know it's not the exact same scenario. No, like I respect somebody doing any type of stance or doing something before it's the cool thing to do. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Like you're throwing on a pile. So like whenever anything happens, whenever anything happens to somebody, Chris D'Elia, all these motherfuckers, everyone comes out the woodwork and says their shitty opinion on it and it's so welcome because it's in that avenue. Yes. So then they start being like, and this guy really even isn't funny. And so whenever there's like a knock, people will be like, Joe Rogan, do you remember any of his jokes anyway? And I'm like, actually, oh, yes. yes. I, I, that, I guess I've talked about it before, like numerous times. That the, the, I didn't think that Joe Rogan was funny. I saw his older stuff and I was like, I don't really care for him. 
But then I saw his stand up where he did the fucking demonic on the bedpost standing yes. on that yes. stool. Yes. And I wasn't watching Joe Rogan. I was in a scene where demons <laughs> are impacting, you know, the Jenners. And I was like, that's, you know, that, you know, and I know it wasn't real and it was a fantastic story. I'm, anywho. Um, yeah. And that's what I, I feel like right now. It's like the piling on. That's what I hate. I, I feel like it's like you get behind something to be a bully. You're an activist to be a bully. Now, Neil, Neil Young, he was the start of it. I'm not going to attack him. I'm not going to say Neil Young's a bully. You know what I'm saying? I think that, uh, look, I think, uh, it, I think that the stance he took is a stance. I, I don't, um, you know. I, res- I respect Neil Young for it. Everybody yeah. else that jumped on afterwards because they feel like it was a trendy thing to do, no respect. Everybody after that, I have zero respect for. Besides, honestly, uh, I don't even know any of the other people. Like, well, uh, you know what? For me, I look at it this different way. I don't like I, I, like the opinions on what the fuck stance they took. And uh, now, look, like, okay, here's what I'm saying. Whether I respect the stance. And whether I believe in what they did or whether I believe what Joe Rogan is saying, that's not really where the fuck I'm at with it at all. Right. Yeah. I'm more at it with like artists right now, where the art is at, how people are getting compensated for art, how much Mm. power these streaming platforms have and, and what somebody, if a couple people say that we don't like what you're saying on there, they can shut you down or not. You know, that's, that's, that's important. You're right. Yes. That is and, way more like that. That to me is uh, something right now. Wait, wait, wait. Right now. No, no, no. People no, no, no. are hold pissed. On, hold, on, hold on a second. Let, let, we got, We're trying to get this one line out this whole no, time. And you, no, every time I, know, I haven't got I, to it yet. I know. I know. But you, you, you're, you're going over all over the place. Uh-huh. So let's, let's, let's focus on one thing. Let's, let's settle down and get to one thing. Let's talk about how you feel about the artist aspect. Not the misinformation. Not the Joe Rogan. The mm-hmm. Spotify's compensation to the artist because you, you've alluded to the art the bandwagon let's let's kind of narrow it down so we can be on the same point because i okay, feel like good. i'm talking about i feel like when i'm talking to you i'm talking about a point you made like five points ago uh-huh. and, we're, and we're not on the same conversation so let's right okay let's, okay cool man you're not the only person that's told me that so i do this preview a lot i'll be trying yeah. to like build yeah, and, up blocks I, I, yeah, yeah. So you're like let me make this one point it's like but you made fifty in the 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 cookie the cookie crumb trail, right? Or whatever the breadcrumbs. I'm like, I'm just trying to get to that first breadcrumb. Let's right, right. So, okay, yeah. so my okay. fault. Okay, so you got the artists. Artists put out things. Artists have all have all these different perspectives, right? These streaming platforms are getting them out to all these listeners. So everyone could be disagreeing with each other. We don't know whether people are right. And like you said, Joe Rogan is just an artist. He says, yo, this is an entertainment thing. I'm on here fucking around, dude. I bring on inter- interesting people. But really, I'm silly and I'm stupid, dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm learning and, and evolving, too. You know, And I have been for not more than 10 years now. This thing started in 2006, 2005. You know? So it's like, hey, I, I've, I've been... Like just building and building on this. I'm just yeah. sitting here. So this is an avenue because I'm a I'm a I'm a comedian and I needed a way to like get my ideas and sit and talk and do something outside of stand up that fucking hey, it turned into something, you know? Okay. Hello. So Yeah, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, he's the artist. Now if you're a rapper, can you, you, you can yeah, can you hear me though? Yeah. Oh, okay, perfect. Sorry, sorry, I got 
I didn't I didn't hit do not disturb. Bye-bye. No, it's all good. So then also you, you a rapper, you a singer, you do whatever. You sat in your room, you bought your your you sat in your room, you bought studio time, you did whatever you needed to do to get yourself out there. You want to express yourself, that's what you feel like your calling is. You now can't just put that up anywhere. You can't just put it on social media so people can enjoy it. People need it needs to be on streaming platforms to get it out because that's yes. where we are. Yes. Oh, what'd you say? Uh, no, no, I said you just went super digitized. Oh, okay, sorry. It could, uh, it, could, it could be me as well, dude. It's, it's just, you know, once again, like I do love how you always bring up. We're talking across the country, mm-hmm. making a podcast, and it's amazing. And mm-hmm. it comes with some, some issues. But go ahead and say what you're saying again. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, no, 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 it's cool. Uh, I guess all I'm saying is that, you know, all artists do what they can to get their stuff done as far as sitting in the studio and recording it, paying for studio time, all that type of stuff. And then what do they do? They have to upload it to Spotify to get it out to people so that people can get it, you know? So it's like, um, this is a bottleneck. It's an avenue of approach. It's a way to get to where you want to be at. And people, that's what people, you know, that's what an artist feels like their calling is, you know? Okay. it make, it's an important point that, you know, like YouTube used to be a lot more friendly to content. Right. Other places used to be a lot more friendly to content. So I, uh, it's important to like really, you know, hit the, the nail on the head that this is not just one thing Spotify doing this. Um, it's really a lot of tech giants kind of yes. forcing the artist's hand. You used to have MySpace. MySpace went away and it's like, okay, let's try to start sharing on, uh, you know, I used to be able to go to an artist page and um on facebook and you know then it changed like if i try to watch one video on that artist it's like hey here's 50 other suggestions and i couldn't keep watching a video uh and now youtube youtube's been garbage for years i i don't i don't i don't go to youtube the only time i go to youtube is when someone forces like when you send me a link anymore so yeah i do agree with you the that artist you know like really have been pigeonholed to a few streaming, you know, places kind of like Spotify. Yeah, I mean, it all is the internet, you know, at the end of the day, but it's like at what, you know, the internet and then what little avenues are you using, you know? Someone says streaming everywhere, you know? What does that mean? And like, how are they getting out? So it's just like, man, (laughs) I bring it up often. No, I, I agree with you too. And once you start, once you have to, you know, stream everywhere, you're really streaming nowhere. I mean, you're barely making a presence if you have to be everywhere to make a presence. Um, okay, yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess uh, I read this, I've been reading this book, Share Your Work, Man. It's about, like, getting people to see your shit, you know? Um, as an artist, like, trying to get somebody to watch it, so trying to get somebody to see it at all, you know, and, and what you need to do to do that. And uh, a lot of it is about atten- attention. A lot of it is about, like, you know, building up and promoting and like what styles there are of that. And it's very interesting and like uh, making it easily accessible, make yourself all these type of things and all these different styles of that. And, um, you know, it appears that it appears that, you know, Instagram and all these streaming platforms has made that easier for the artists. But, you know, who, who knows what they have, you know? So uh, that's man, I can go on about that for a while, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's the whole thing. Okay, so we talked about the artists. You know, we kind of talked about the streaming platform. Yeah. Um, what what else did you want to? 
what other um, breadcrumbs? So, so uh, <clears throat> uh, you brought up this India re thing. I haven't, I haven't heard about this at all. Uh-huh. Uh, and I guess uh, Joe Rogan's, you know, using the N word, and you said he brought it like from way back. Um, let's really talk about how prevalent this word was used derogatorily towards people. And, you know, even when I was growing up in the 90s and I don't 2000s, want to talk about the N-word. I don't no, even no, want to no, talk. No, no, okay. I'm just, no, I'm just saying, that, you know, Joe Rogan's use of it and yeah. now how, you know, when you said he had to go deep and I don't know how long he's been doing this, like, uh, oh, what's the word? Like how, how long he's been, I really don't know, like, all the details on how long he's been. Okay, so look, 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 Joe, I want to also say Joe Rogan, like 2000, either six or four, he started it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, coming up on coming up on twenty years. You yeah. Know? I, and I mean, wait. Let was, me make sure of that, dude. Let me make sure of that. I mean, and that's like right around the time that Jamie Kennedy's like, you know, like dressing up and doing like, you know, uh, you know, Malibu's Most Wanted. There was a lot of oh, uh, two thousand nine, two thousand nine. Okay. So not that graduated long high school. Graduated high school that year. Okay. So kind of wild, you know. World was changing. He fucking was like, hey, let's talk now. Like he says. He apologizes and he says, man, you know what I'm saying? I use it in context. I, I use it in these contexts talking about how other people use it or um, when it was used or, you know, as a, you know, when it was used and how it was used. I never used it to be racist towards anybody. It always was talking about the word and how other people said it and how other people used it and where the word was. And also I, I would talk about the you know how interesting that word was that there's no other word like in the language that only some people can say it and how they say it and that it can be uh, a label it can be a term of endearment it can be all these things okay great and look he never really acknowledged that hey i'm a i'm a person that pays attention to words i'm a person of words uh so it is you know this is a highlight and it is very interesting to me and uh like i am drawn to it because I was drawn to it in my immaturity because it, 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 it has all this. And I'm one of the people that are not allowed to use it, you know? So if I'm a, if I'm a person that is a risk taker, then yeah, I might be alluded to dropping it, you know what I'm saying? Just because it is so interesting to me, but not in a racist ass way, you know? Yeah. He, he didn't really say that clearly, but it's like, hey, I do UFC, bro. I take risks. I take chances. I wanted to talk about this word because it's interesting. Why is this thing? I want to lean into it because it's fucking got all the flames around it. Okay. Yeah. So, I, and, you know, so I'll, I'll just discuss a little bit about, mm-hmm. you know, how I, I view it. Mm-hmm. I, I view it that everybody has said it. And there's, there's, there's people who are going to tell the truth and people who are going to lie. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, I also grew up in a time where it was like, it was like, uh, you know, in the late 90s and early 2000s, like if it was in a song, that's the only okay time to say it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I also, I also do remember people like singing it and leaning into that word too heavy in their emphasis while they're singing. It's like, listen, this isn't Christopher Walken where you get a, you know, a, you know highlight where you want to put, you know, the emphasis in a sentence. Okay. You know, so you know that 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 did exist. We we can't just pretend stuff didn't exist at a certain time and certain things were okay at a certain time. Okay. We can't we can't just shy away from that and like looking into the past 30, 40, 50 years and like I can't believe that person said that. Like yes, you can. And happy that our country is evolving. You know what I'm saying? And with that okay. Okay. I I think that I think if you continue to take people who are trying to improve and trying to be better and you put them down for stuff that they did in their past will never evolve as a country. 
And I think that's a concern. I don't know if you feel the same way, but we need to evolve and we can't forget what we've done in the past. Um, look, I'll say that those videos that she, those videos that were brought up were early. There was Red Band. There was Joey Coco Diaz on there. You know, it was, it was the fuzzy ones, you know, the ones that he showed, that she showed, you know, she showed. Now, that one where he says, I was in Planet of the Apes, right? Like that clip right after he says, oh, snap, you know what I'm saying? That's a racist thing to say. I'm saying that, you know, it, it, it looked, <laughs> he said that it looked like jungly and that it looked it looked jungly where we were and that, you know, he said, he also said it looked like Africa. You know what I'm saying? We were in Africa, but he was like, also Planet of the Apes doesn't even happen in Africa. So I was wrong and I wasn't trying to save black people, but it sounded racist. Look, bro, you fucked up my nigga there. <laughs> you fucked up. I don't know how you're going to try and untwist that and say it, but I'm also like seeing, looking at him and like, you have a hundred million dollars, maybe 98 at this point, but like you sitting here telling me this right now and like you are calm, you know, yeah. you're not thinking about that. I'm about to lose everything. The money, the check already cashed. You see what I'm saying? So you, you, you chill, even though you apologize and you chill and look, I do, you know, you did apologize. That's real. You know, you, you came and you did it. How many times have we seen Joe Rogan apologize for something that he said? Many, many times. But he did it calmly and he did it, you know, without... But, but isn't that what you want out of a comedian? Somebody who says something that's far enough where, like, later on in time, like, oh, yeah, I need to apologize for that. But I'm pushing the boundary. I want... I, I want... Yes. I think that that's enough, personally, because these are words we're talking about. But yes. I know that there's going to be other people that are like, no, he needs to be deplatformed. And that's the end all of all this. That's where that's yeah. we've made it now. But, now. you know, I'll, I'll throw this out there. There's people that like, like, oh, they need to be deplatformed. They need to do this. But, I mean, you look at, like, Trump fans and Alex Jones fans. Like, there's a certain level of, like, uh, tribalism within fans. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, you go... You go to any NFL sporting event and there's people ready to kill each other based on someone the just got in a coma. Someone just got in a coma uh, at the because of the uh, 49ers game oh, at per the stadium. Perfect. I mean, yeah. I, that's not perfect that that person's in a coma, but a great example. People are willing to beat the shit out of each other wearing a different jersey at the wrong time. This is this is something that will never be beyond because it's. I feel like it's in our human nature. Of tribalism, like, and and I get like, you know, like this is a country of individualism, but you know, with with that thought process, the more we become global, the less really individual we are. Like, you look at like the types of phones that exist now. It was really just Apple and Android now. You know what I'm saying? So this whole time, then Trump got kicked off. Trump got kicked off. Alex Jones got deplatformed. All these people deplatformed from these places, right? And all the people on the right or wherever was like, hey, isn't there a problem that these people can just fucking shut us up? Isn't that an issue? Whoa, isn't that fucked up? Okay, why can they just do that? Don't we have a problem with that? And everyone said, everybody said, and I was like, isn't this censorship? Do we want the internet to just shutting us up? Do we want this, you know? And so people would be like, it's a private business. It's a private business. It's a private business, right? Okay, now we got Joe Rogan who gets more views than anything on TV. He gets 22 million downloads. Downloads a, a, a week, you know? 
Who's touching that? Nobody's touching that. No news, no TV show. No one's close to getting that, okay? He is getting the most shit ever, right? He's, his episodes are making, like, how much? Okay, wait, 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 let me finish. And now that Spotify isn't choosing to kick him off, y'all are, as a private business, y'all are saying, what the fuck? They're a private yeah. business. They have a choice. So that yes. is very interesting. People that, gotta put their foot in their mouth right now and see what the fuck a private business can do when the money is actually that's not right. in hand. That's yes. a great point. Like that's it's like and, and, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. If you want if you want to say a private business can kick somebody off, they can also keep somebody on. Yes. And you need you to accept that. You're right. That this is our business. This is money we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. They decided that Trump and not just Trump, everybody that has something to do. Y'all chose to Kick people That's off it. and deem yes. them as dangerous, you, like you, at you a time. Cho- you chose to support when they kicked. Now you have to support when they choose. Yo, there was this lady on TikTok, and she says, "Hey, I." She goes, it, "She was okay." This lady was like a middle, not middle age. She was like right before middle age, but she was clean, teeth white, clean skin, like healthy looking lady. You know what I'm saying? And yes. she comes up and it says, she says all of her her credentials. I am uh, I, I, I am a doctor in this. I have this. I have this. Um, you know, I went to this. You can look up my actual credentials. Um, I was deplatformed. I was called this. I was demonetized. They called me this and all this type of shit, right? So I looked in the comments, right? First of all, they they put a picture up of her of her credentials, you know, saying in the comments. Somebody put a picture up, right? Who this lady was. Okay, so she actually went to school and actually got those things. Yo, she was saying, you know, about medicine and about all these things and what she was saying and like how they kicked her off. Okay. Half people were like, this fucking crazy, this lady's crazy. Half of the people were like, no, actually I want to hear more of what the fuck this lady has to say. Right? Like very rarely most of the time it's some loopy person that's like on saying and just a conspiracy theorist but every once in a while it's one person actually went to school finished that shit and is is whistleblowing you know and it's just like no 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 this shit was handled incorrectly this shit was wrong and it was a man on the street thing sorry i didn't even that it was a man on the street interview and she just said all that really fast and it was like okay you know, you're just some guy just stuck a microphone in your face and you said all that. And it seems crazy because your energy is high. But like, that doesn't mean that you're just because you're not agreeing with what some one group is saying does not mean you're crazy, does not mean you're out of your head. Um, so there's a whole thing, dude, out here. And yeah. we can't just be shutting up everybody that fucking well, is deemed the wrong shit. That's where we get into a bad place, dude. It has, yes. to, it has to be acknowledged. And this is this is what I tried to talk about the other day with uh, with you guys and Danny was that there is this, this you know, and I, I felt like when I talked about this, you guys were like, yeah, some information should be hidden. And that's the thing is we, we, we have this, this notion and no one contests this, that like all oh, people are too stupid to hear the, you know, to the truth. People are too stupid to hear the lies. People are just too stupid. And that is just not true. You know, uh, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of this, this truism where it's like people can't differentiate between fact and fiction. So we have to only have one narrative and it's like that just seems ridiculous and it's really been pervasive. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I, I don't remember exactly what was said, what, what I said then, you know what I'm saying, on there, but I do think that there are some things, everything can't just be on there, right? There's somebody legitimately writing a really well-written manifesto about why that they should kill uh, Muslims, then I think that that shit should be taken down. 
um, that uh, that type of shit is dangerous. You know, I, I I definitely agree with you on that, and, and that not, is something that did yes. happen on Fort on Eight Chan. You know what I'm saying? And then yes, that guy went yes. and killed people in San Pedro. I mean, in, in uh whatever in Texas, no, like a day I, later. I, I, yeah. I get that. But, you know, mm-hmm. one of the bigger things that I was talking about, like information on COVID and information uh-huh. on the vaccines. Right, right, and, right. You know, and this is something that's, you know, was recently pushed for uh, in the late 2000s was there was a thought that, you know, vaccine information shouldn't be even given to people. Right. Like mm. our government trusted us so little that it determined that we shouldn't take a vaccine or like, you know, we couldn't give the right information about the vaccine. And but that also hides all the bad stuff and it doesn't allow for freedom of choice. And I think that's, that's an important distinction because like we, we claim that we're one of the freest countries in the world, but we're eliminating choice of, of uh, content and media and news and all these different things. But, you know, I, I, it makes me always wonder how CNN and Fox news can both exist. Right. But outside of that, if somebody is putting out information, that's a problem. Yeah. CNN and Fox are giving polarizing information and somebody in the center is going, well, let me take a little bit of this and a little bit of that and let me give, you know, kind of a, a centrist view of what's going on. And that's that's a problem because I always feel like, you know, like a conspiracist where it's like, hey, we want we want people fighting so they're not paying attention. And I feel like that, you know, there's like a semblance of level headedness with Joe Rogan. And that's a problem. And that, that's crazy to me. It concerns me that we're, we constantly think that we shouldn't get the information. And then the other thing that bothers me too is the word is you know, misinformation. It's not disinformation. Okay? Disinformation is incorrect information. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Misinformation is the thought that people are giving information with, with, the, with the intent of causing chaos and whatnot. But at what point is when our government says something wrong, is that misinformation? You get what I'm saying? And when Joe Rogan actually says something correct that like later turns out to be true, why isn't the government in trouble? Or not the government, I shouldn't say. I shouldn't say the government. The government's such a, you know, a big news word. Uh, healthcare, FDA, CDC, and Fauci. Uh, you know, put, put, put the labels on the people who are doing the things. NIH, all these different, these different organizations. When they put out false information and false information when they know it's false where's their ban where's their in trouble where's their accountability yeah i agree i totally agree with that and um so we're not that that was fucking said beautifully by the way um where is that because that has happened we have known times that that's happened um you know so uh like Hey, there was been many of that, and it's just like, okay, he, he he is not trying to say that he's a. It's like people listen to you, you know, people listen to you, and so you need to be like this, and it's like, man, I don't but, know, if you got the right to say that and tell me that, dude. Well, <laughs> and that's that's the other thing too. People listen to him, and I do believe he takes he takes that very seriously. I, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I gotta say, I disagree a lot with what Joe Rogan says about drugs because it's all anecdotal. He's like, this is my experience. It's like, dude, you know, genetically you're different than other people. You can't be like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, he's very like, when it comes Everybody to like, should do it. 
Yeah, he's like very individualized. Like everybody should be individualized. Everybody's different. Oh, psilocybin, everybody should do it. Like you have these weird things where you're completely supportive of and you, you know, and, you know. Oh, and like, I have mar- issues there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. For, and for a while there, he was like marijuana, marijuana, marijuana. And now he's like, oh, I know some people that have had, you know, uh, you know, some, some mental shit, some mental shit happened. However, prior to that, prior to him knowing somebody, he didn't give a shit. Right. So I, I think there, that there is some some things that he does support and he's very incorrect on certain things. But I think I that also, like, you should be taking it as his Bible, you know? You yeah, you should. You shouldn't be taking entertainment as news. And that's the problem is all news is entertainment now. So there's very little factual information coming our way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, like, yeah, uh, he does a very good job of, uh, act, you know, this is the this is the part that I think, you know, he does a good job of acting like he's not leaning in, in any direction, you know, and being like, no, I'm just here, man. I bring on both sides. I bring on every. I don't lean in any position. I, I, I just here, you know, and now, you know, I, I think what's crazy that he has people tricked into thinking, no, dude, he's 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 like center, man. He's center when it's like, you know. No, you have bias and you have things and you lean to your, you know, opinion on where you are. But also it's like, I think that he is, uh, it's crazy. He's at the center of more information and more things coming to him than even other people. High, high, maybe. Yeah. Well, he's also, he's also gotten to the point where he has such a massive audience. People know if they go to, to him to put their information out there, they will hit a massive audience. Yes. And that, you know, that's, it's a, the Joe Rogan experience is a platform to get like I I had never heard of like Brett Weinstein before Joe Rogan and yes. then I you know I I you know I became aware of him and I like what he has to say that uh, that uh, uh, Lieberman as well yeah uh, I, I I you know I I'll be honest with you I subscribed to the podcast their podcast and I never listened to him there's just so much time in the day but I got to the point where I hit the plus button and I eventually want to hear. Uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. I remember uh, a few years ago listening to that and I was like, whoa. And I have listened to a lot of Dan Carlin's uh, Hardcore History and it is fascinating stuff. So yeah, there's there's things that would be unknown to me if it wasn't for that. And I do like how it's like, there's so much options and it really is a quick way to learn to see different areas. Yeah. And open your eyes about different areas. So I think there's, there's good. I watched uh, the Comedy Store uh, the comedy store documentary, you know, and uh, I got some things to say. Who cares, really? But like, one thing is that they all said, "Yeah, I did the Tonight Show, uh, and I got less followers. I did the Tonight Show. I got way less followers than I did when I did the Joe Rogan Show." Someone said, "I did Dancing with the Stars. I didn't get shit. I did. Yeah. I did the Joe Rogan Show. Like, I- I'm still getting followers from that. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. And you know, actually, I wanted to bring that up, like too." Like, I think that Joe Rogan is basically a different format of The Tonight Show. And Johnny Carson, nor Jay Leno, David Letterman, never got in trouble. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? There was never... Oh, but they were, they were yeah. contrived as fuck. So totally different situation. Yeah, you know, yeah. They didn't just have a podcast, you know? Exactly. Time reaching millions of audience members. And whatever they said... It wasn't like, oh, oh my God, the people are too stupid to hear what David Letterman has to say. Wait, you, yes, they you, were. What are you saying? Yes, they were. The Tonight Show mean? was, when I say contrived, dude, the Tonight Show was controlled. Johnny Carson, 
That shit was Cooper controlled. He was clean cut, clean. They they didn't like they were not allowed to say shit on there, man. Yeah, no, I I I get that, but okay. but but when you watch the Johnny Carson show, it wasn't deemed as dangerous because they had some control over it. But now, in the same aspect, Joe Rogan isn't any better than Johnny Carson. You know okay. what I'm saying? It's not the it's not the people. It's like the, the freedom that those people have. Yes. yes. So like, yeah, of course, Johnny Carson wasn't deemed as dangerous because Johnny Carson didn't even get a chance to be dangerous. Of course, right? So had yeah. he had more free will, and then also there were times where they brought out somebody, and people were like, "Fuck no!" They got ratings, and people wrote in letters to say, "Hey, what the fuck? You offended me." You know? So like yeah. that still happened. That was happening into the '90s when fucking one uh, Beverly two nine zero two one zero one chick like hugged a black man or some shit. You know? Oh, they were like, Middle America can't handle it. This is the 80s, not the 90s, but it's like, Middle America can't handle it, you know? So, like, they, they, you know, which is bullshit, you know? You know, and, and it's, it is, and it's funny too, because you, you really got to think, though, like what you're saying, the people who wrote in to those shows at that time are our generation's parents. And that's a big influence. So it's it's an important factor. I get like what happened in the eighties is still like echoed in our mm-hmm. own thoughts. Like mm-hmm. I, I tell Danny and everybody all the time, like there's so many thoughts from my parents. Like when I think something, go wait, where did that come from, mom and dad? I better relook into that because relearn. We had to yeah, relearn. I, you got to relearn it. And I think everybody really needs to take that gut check of why do I think this? Oh, this is learned from my parents. I need to go ahead and investigate it because our parents. I'm not saying all of our parents. Most of our parents didn't have the internet, didn't investigate, didn't investigate their own thoughts. It was like Bible and government, that's our life. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. So I really want to go over, uh, I don't know if you're comfortable with this, the Spotify platform rules. Okay. Um, so just so that I had to, when I published something, read the terms and conditions. Before it was like, hey, Go ahead and just you know, uh, you know, spray away, right? Mm-hmm. Say what you got to say, but you know they they uh, now have a table of contents. It's broken up into a couple categories. There's dangerous content, deceptive content, sensitive content, illegal content, and then obviously what happens to rules breakers and what else do I need to know? So, really, prior to Joe Rogan things, there really wasn't a lot of. Um, What's, what's the word I want to say on this? Levels lo- to what the content can be? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so some of these are going to be like, duh. All right, obviously, uh, anything that advocates serious physical harm towards an individual or group. It's like, yeah, dangerous content should have always been on there, right? Content that targets an individual identifiable group for harassment related abuse. Like, why weren't these the rules prior to Joe Rogan's thing? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. why, why did that, this, like, to, to me that bothers me is, this is to me somewhat of a good, right? But it didn't exist until, like, the COVID misinformation information. How does, like, I think what happened is Spotify really realized there was a lot of issues and a lot of gaps they hadn't covered yet for podcasts. And I feel like the entire world is realizing it. And now Spotify is being told that they need to be. Everything's like Four Locos, man. That's the, that's the thing I've been using. <laughs> four Locos, yes. Four Locos, original air recipe, hit the streets. We all drink it. We all were like, what the fuck? You, have you heard about those things? They get you fucked up. If you drink two, you won't remember. Okay. 
That's what everyone was getting fucked up, right? Yes, okay. So exactly. we all had fun. We all drank it. Everyone held at least one in their hand at one point. Okay. Somebody died. You know what I'm saying? And then it, now we were like, wow, how does this in our hand? They let this in our hand for us to have this much fun with this product, right? And then come to find out, oh, shit. It, it, obviously, it is bad for your body to have an energy drink mixed with a malt liquor, you know? <laughs> that had to be said. And they were like, yeah. yeah, that's bad for your heart. And you could, like, be passing out and having a heart attack at the same time. So, you know, we just think that we're going to take this off the shelves. But before yeah. that, nobody knew, dude. Everyone was drinking it and we were enjoying it because it had hit the streets and it was so it was so much fun and it was delicious you know dude there was all of that too like there was a there was a time period where it was like bath salts for local there was a thing called purple drink it's like oh yes, yes, dude purple yes. drink uh then there was like synthetic marijuana synthetic yes this yes. and that salvia this that bath salts take some of this it's like there was a time where the fda it was like an explosion of just hey consume this and like you know, you can take this, but we're going to call this a plant fertilizer. So we're yes. not selling it yes. as something to be consumed. Yeah. And that's, you, dude, that's a perfect analogy of how podcasts, <laughs> all, you know, like there was a boom for podcasts and that's what it was. There was a lot of this stuff. So yeah, this is the kind of the wrangling down of the, po- the, the four loco time period of podcast. Dude, that is a great analogy. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and it, it actually... <laughs> You saying that brought me back to that time where it was like, hey, the students are taking this. Like, all right, well, fucking, you know, we'll have a formation and say, don't take this anymore. Yeah. Take this from now on, you're going to be Before in trouble. you, okay. You, so here's how the information passed. Okay. Because there was a moment. So four locals, everybody's drinking it. Everybody's getting shit faced. We heard about somebody dying and then that shit was still on the the shit you had to write i remember you guys had to give say no four locals you can't drink them before they got off the shelves you know then they finally got taken off the shelves so there's this whole moment of like oh before everybody can react then we hear the news like then we hear the news and people are like fuck i still gonna drink it my one last time you know what i'm saying fuck that motherfucker so just like it, it uh and then it came back and it got the the new the old recipe and it's like yeah you can get this again you drink it it don't hit like the old recipe you know because yeah. it shouldn't be <laughs> no it, 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 you're right it's absolutely so like i said there's some, some, some wrangling down and i definitely agree with spotify yep. it should have been on there before all right so the next one i'm gonna say you know a couple of names and you're gonna tell me what's wrong with what i say all right okay all right joe montana troy aikman Right. Um, and, you know, let's let's see another uh, Tom Brady and Tim okay. Tebow. And now Tim Tebow. You feel okay. like there's a name that doesn't belong in there? Tim Tebow. Yeah, exa- why is that? Because he's not a great. All right. So now we're going to go ahead and do, play the same game. All right. So now asserting that AIDS, cancer okay. or COVID-19 is not serious life threatening diseases. Oh, they're saying that this is this is these are examples that they have. This is literally on the Spotify Terms and Conditions published page. Okay, so they had Troy Aikman and all of them on there? No, no, I'm just saying that oh, okay, to okay, me, okay, okay, okay. Tim Tebow is the COVID-19 of these things. Like, AIDS is a killer. Cancer is a killer. And like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's there, you know, it's, it's affecting for life. COVID is a killer, but COVID is kind of like, 
you know, to me, COVID is that like push you off the, the stairs. Like you're at the edge of the stairs. COVID's not picking you up and throwing you down the stairs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, COVID mm-hmm. is like, you're, you're, you're there. And it, yeah, it is brutal to certain populations, but now it's like, you know, asserting that AIDS, COVID and cancer, you know, are a hoax. Encourage the consumption of bleach products to cure various illnesses. Promoting that I'm reading directly off their site. So I mean, okay, okay. Promoting or suggesting that vaccines approved by local health authorities are designed to cause death. And encouraging people to purposely get infected with COVID 19 in order to build immunity. Example, promoting or hosting coronavirus parties. These are all things that were listed there. And it's like, my, my problem with this is it's so focused around COVID-19 that it's hard not to see the intent behind these stuff. You know what I'm saying? So like, all right, we're going to talk about this, talk about hate crimes, and then boom. And they use the word COVID-19. They don't use AIDS more than once. They don't use cancer more than, more than once. They don't use leukemia at all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They use the word vaccines once, but man, they use COVID-19 more than once. So it's like, we get it. You're trying to appease the people who are mad about misinformation. That's the way I feel about that. I think that um, and you like, know what? they and have I, to cover themselves. That's they right. They have to cover themselves some. You and know? if Spotify comes after us for our tens of tens of fans. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, like, I love the fact that we're so small that it's like, what's really, you know what I'm saying? I, I, oh, dude, I, I am embracing obscurity. I still have uh, so much I, power because uh, yes. nobody knows me at all. I and still can say a bunch of shit, dude. And, uh, I, and like, if it comes back and they try and go listen to me at this time, it's like, yeah, that was before anybody knew me. So, yeah. yes. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I believe that there's a point in obscurity. Like, for example, like in, in Greek mythology, uh, there, was a, there was a point where they're like, hey, after the Battle of Troy that gods don't exist. There's a point in the Bible, like after Jesus, you know, like miracles really aren't, you know, existing. After you hit a point, everything you said before, be a, you know, there should be an BC, AD and people's obscurity levels. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's, that's important. And I know that's some, some, you know, stuff, but you know, like I said, uh, there, there is like, you know, there's a point there where, and that's all, you know, that's always, I know this is going to be a tangent. I find it fascinating that we don't believe in magic now, but we believe that the people thousands of years ago knew magic. It's, and, there's, and it's always been that way. Magic exists thousands of years before us, but not now. And I always find that why we can't believe, because we can see now that magic doesn't exist, but why can't we believe it existed before? That's a, sorry, sorry, did I did I go too far off track on that? No, I mean, um, in what way do we believe that magic existed before? Like Bible shit? Uh, well, like, yeah, like, you know, like Bible stuff. We believe, you know, there's people, um, whatever your beliefs are, there's people literalists. Let's say the Bible's real, but magic doesn't exist now. There's, you know, there's people who believe in Vikings. They believe in curses. They believe, like, there's a lot wait, of people. people. Wait, Vikings didn't exist? No, people who are now like claiming like for Viking stuff, they believe in Valhalla, which is kind of, it's a magical realm that you go if you've been a good enough warrior. It's a type of heaven, a uh, type okay, of magic. Okay, okay, okay. Um, wait, and, wait, that's not a he- that's not magic though. Yeah, that's just well, like where your soul goes when you die. I mean, well, like, that's not magic. 
Okay, okay. Well, there's also people believe that witches had stronger powers back in the day. Okay, all right. Okay. So I'm just saying that there's there's certain beliefs that people have where ma- ma- magic doesn't exist now, but it did back strong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just, I just, it's just saying it's it's something that I've noticed. Hmm. I don't know if it's true or not. I could be talking out of my ass. I probably am, but I just, uh, always, yeah. And I, I think, I think that the, the biggest part of it is, you know, listening to Homer, uh, you know, Homer's, uh, um, Iliad or what? It, it's the, it's what's the whole, the whole battle of Troy series. Okay. And that, you know, they say that after that, the gods no longer visited us. And it's like, Oh, that's, you said that because it's nowadays. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the way to make this whole thing sound sound palpable. Yes, okay, yeah. yes. Right, right, yeah. right. What a sign off on your fucking shit. <laughs> see, see, I'm not crazy on that, right? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, okay. So it's like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, you say that's... that because it's nowadays, motherfucker. Like, that's so funny. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and even though that was way back then, that people have been able to pull this forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, like even like, I'm not, I'm not trying to wait. To cra- the the Homer, Homer, what he wrote that's been written as if that's history. That's yeah. thought of as that. Well, the Greeks thought of it as actual factual history. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously, we we you know, there's people don't. I mean, I guess there was somebody that found Troy. There was a whole. There was. <laughs> There's no way to, to, to say this. The guy who found Troy was basically a charlatan himself. Mm. He made up all kinds of stuff. So it's, it's hard to, you know, if you're like back in the day, these archaeologists, like you could go and be like, this is what this is. And no one would question you. Like, yeah, he's right. the archaeologist. I'm a giant. That's the expert. I'm just a dummy. If he says it's this, it's this. Um, yeah, so there's all kinds of crazy, there's crazy things. So back the, the, the old Indiana Jones archaeologists, they were like Indiana Jones. They're full of shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh, uh-huh. By the way, those are dope-ass movies. I do love Indiana Jones. No, that's great, but, you know, that's also what Danny's doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's He's right. out there finding some skull dug in dirt and trying to say that that's Jesus. I'm yeah. Just, <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> trying to determine how Sasquatch was in the Bible and he can prove it. Yes. Cryptozoology, yes. in case anyone's yes. wondering. <laughs> Turn to your pages, uh, Sasquatch3619. <laughs> I like how mad he got. Not not mad, but how offended he got that we didn't believe what he was saying and that they couldn't exist. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, very funny. That's good stuff. Um, oh, sorry, sorry. So let's 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 get through the rest of these things, but I mean, the, the other titles is uh, Deceptive. So anything, content that personates others in order to deceive and content that promotes manipulated and synthetic media as authentic. Um, and yeah, sensitive content uh, and illegal content. That's really about it. But it's like, I, like I wish people could see this. Like if you want to go look at Spotify, uh, platform rules, illegal content is like barely anything. Sensitive content is barely anything. Deceptive content, which is the whole thing about Joe, Joe Rogan, is like five paragraphs. And the medical content is a bunch of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it, um, oh, okay. Okay. Well, you know, there's been so many people saying that this is a hoax. There's been so many people saying that this and this and this. What, what was a hoax? 
that COVID was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, uh, I'm I not trying it. to. Right. I, I think that, um, man, I think that they really is so crazy. What is it? Making somebody affable? Making somebody, you know, amicable or more affable? Uh, like uh, making people more uh, approachable to new information and, and like docile to it, kind of? Yeah. And well, like, uh huh. Yeah, no, I was gonna say, you know, that it's easy to convince people of stuff. I do agree with that. It's easy, like, because, like, for example, like, you know, we're only in one location. And when you talk about, like, you know, like Africa or Australia or China, it might as well be on the moon. You know what I'm saying? It's so far away that most people will never get to go to these different countries. Yeah. That is the whole thing. Also, though, like making people like more receptive to information and or making them oh. comply, you know, so like making them and, and mainly the comply part. So like, you know, they feel, you know, there was a lady that came in to one place and, and uh, that I was at yesterday and she was just like, yeah, I don't believe in fucking masks. Right. I'm not fucking wearing one. Um, so she didn't. OK, so. The owners of the place were just like, okay, I'm wearing a mask. So, like, that's just what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm wearing a mask. So she wore the mask. She, like, she got in. And then the dude that was behind the counter was, like, fucking very huffy and puffy about it. You know? He was very much like, you know, like, fucking, she's not going to wear a fucking mask. Like, oh, oh, well, she just can't. And then, like, you know, what somebody says after that, you know? And so, like, okay, somebody's just like, fuck that like in their heart like no fuck that you're not making me do that shit in their heart like that you know um those type of people right um are the people that they feel like don't need to hear any more shit that disagrees with uh something else because you're giving them more ammo as to fucking making them stand strong in their shit and that's what the fuck i don't like you know um like there's guy there's people with taxes there's people in all these other states that are like no fuck you and do i think those are bad people no i think that they just like have more freedoms and if you you know i I don't know man do you get what i'm saying here am i sounding trippy here no Um, no so so once again it's all situational for example when you know COVID happened once you know like new york was like oh we're having all these deaths it's having all these things and everybody was scared and no one is going to the hospitals right Mm-hmm. And my wife got furloughed. There were so mm-hmm. few people going to the hospitals that, you know, she, uh, she wasn't able to work. Shit. Because, okay. so, in this area, and this, I'm telling you, there was zero infections at the time of COVID. Ooh. Okay. So When was this? When was this again? I'm sorry. Oh, this was back in the April, May time frame of 2020. Okay. And people were like, it's a hoax. It's not real. It's none of this. It's none of that. And for me, it was like, you know, I, I don't know. And then, you know, my wife went over there and then she told me, hey, this is what's going on. It's like, okay, there's a person I know and trust that's telling me. And I think that's the, the thing is it's you have to trust somebody when that information is going. When it's something that you are not seeing with your own Exactly. Eyes. You can't see mm. it. You don't know if it's true or not. And that's the, like the problem. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, it's like you, these people are saying it's a hoax. And it's real. It's like, yeah, it's because they don't trust you anymore. They don't trust the news. And that's not people's fault. That's your fault. 
Yes. Right, right. And, and that's the thing that I can't, and that's, that's, and I think that's one of the biggest things why they, they're so angry at Joe Rogan is because he, tr- people trust him so willingly. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it's like, once again, his fault. People used to go to the news, but you have led us astray so many times and never change. You know, like, uh, you know, if there's ever, you know, if I, I don't know how many times I've seen it before where Joe Rogan's interviewing somebody. I think we've talked about this before, but somebody's like, he's like, I don't know if that's right. And they look it up and they go, oh, that's right or that's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Or I found information that supports me or not. Right. And then he continues on. The news doesn't do that. The news goes, I'm 100% right. Everything that this other person's saying is wrong. And I'm just going to yell louder. And that's it. Everybody's just louder and no one knows what's actually correct. So that's mm-hmm. why I think the, the trust in Joe Rogan is what people are afraid of. But it's like, but he's looking up the information. He's not creating the information. He's just repeating it. And if he doesn't know if it's true, they verify it on the show. And that's super important to people. Because a lot of times people like for me, like I, I listen to podcasts while I drive. I can't Google something while I'm driving. So even, you know, and honestly, like, cause I'm just listening on a podcast, they could be making up that they're looking it up. You know what I'm saying? But he also, yeah. has, he also has video. I do get that. But I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, the, the fact that people are able to believe in hoax is because they don't believe in the people who are telling them the truth or not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, look, look, so, uh, Look, man, I'm willing to. Is there a way that we could talk about this whoopee shit, right? Without uh, going yeah. in super deep to, without going in to, how do I say this? Is uh, there. So, well, so, Semitism is hostility to or prejudice against Jewish people. Uh-huh. What gets claimed as anti Semitism, I believe, is too broad. Wide. Too broad. broad. Like, it's like, so, so like, discussing the genetics of the Jewish people. Like, if you try to discuss that, it's like, hey, that's that's anti-Semitic. It's like, well, it's actually science. Are you telling me science is anti-Semitic? Like, because that's a really, that's a really bold move, Cotton. And, And that's the move that's been taken, honestly, so often. It's like, you can't really discuss certain things about, you know, and, you know, like, obviously, like, whoopee. Uh, you know, let's just, I just want to talk about Whoopi. Okay. Not, not the, what she, what she said. I think she said some stuff and then I heard her apology and I was very impressed with what she said, what she clarified and that she also stuck to her guns on certain facts. She did believe it was a, uh, you know, just how awful humans can be. Why can't why can't that be a point to something? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, I and you know, I, I, I there's a show I love to watch. It's called uh, Sixty Days uh, In. It's about people going to prison. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, there was a part where the the the, the Colonel Adger. I don't know if you've ever seen Sixty Days In. Yes, I have seen it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's one that's in Atlanta. He's like, hey, you know that that's black on black crime. And, you know, the lady was like, no, black on black does crime doesn't exist. It's just crime. It's like, well, then white on black crime shouldn't exist. That would also just be crime. You can't make distinctions and erase the other side. 
Right. So the fact that there's a distinction is the, the, the biggest matter. And that's all she was doing was just trying to say that, hey, you know, it, you know, the Holocaust is real, but it wasn't about race. It was about the, the awfulness of human humanity. And I do wish we can get to a place where it was like, hey, crime is crime. And awfulness is awfulness. But, you know, you know, obviously with the storied history of humans past. And I, you know, I, I brought it up, bringing up that theory that I believe homo sapiens, the other types of people that existed, right? We didn't okay. exist in a chronological order. The, the ability for man to hurt others, animals, plants, people, the world is an, is why we're so prolific throughout the, the globe. We're adaptable and we're able to do what we do. So I don't know. I, I think she made great points and I, I feel bad for what's happened to her. I mean, I, she's got an EGOT, dude. She's got an EGOT. And all she did on The View anyway was roll her eyes at the, uh, oh, the other girls constantly. Uh, sorry, you know? sorry. What's an EGOT? Oh, sorry. It's, it's Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and a Tony. Oh, Oh, okay. This one's, yeah. God, I get you. I get you. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, Oscars are movies. Tony's is music. Emmys is TV. And Grammys is music. Is that right? Grammys movies, Emmys TV, Oscars movies. Okay. Grammys music, Oscars movies, Emmys TV. Tony is Broadway. Oh, Broadway, Broadway. That's true. okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't. I don't follow, I do, I, you know, I'm aware of the world enough to like, you know, like, oh, an Oscar. Okay. That's the movies. But you know, I'm not, I don't really put yeah. a lot in that. Yeah. I've, I've always thought so, celebrity awards. It's like, is it earning millions of dollars award enough? So You're, like, Hey man, Oh, the award system. I mean, it's bullshit, dude. Macklemore, <laughs> Macklemore won over Jay-Z, Drake and Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar dropped good kid, Mad city, dude. I don't know if you've listened to that album, bro, but like, so Mac Lamore, bro. So it's like, I mean, it's like, why why is it based on subjectiveness? Put it as a metric. Whatever one sold sells the most, that wins. Like honestly, because it's like I I, I don't know if that's what it is. I I don't know if that's what it is. But 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 if it is, if it is that, and maybe it is not. I don't know, but it's like. Uh, okay, still, there's a whole thing about which one sells the most. I mean, like, like, um, critical acclaim, all that type of shit, but also they like shove things down people's throats. So, of course, that's going to sell more. It's not like everyone just chooses to buy a whole bunch. No, like, there's payola, there's fucking distribution deals, there's all these type of things. And that, like, that is a part of what we're talking about here with Spotify. I mean, like, people don't get music from the radio. So, people that have relationships from radio, cool. There used to be DJs that would break you know when a song busts and everyone starts listening to it that's called breaking a song right and djs there used to be a couple djs in these cities that would break the fucking song and make it pop right well in order to get a dj to play it you have to have somebody in in their ear that that makes them play it right or they have to get a whole bunch of people that are you know that were requesting it that was early on but now people make people play it right well now people don't even listen to the radio so how you getting your shit on spotify that's true these playlists or tiktok right TikTok, you're either hearing songs constantly or you're hearing it because someone is, you're playing a song and then they put a song on a playlist that was randomly listened. So like, 
that sw- Spotify or Apple, like a random song pops up, or you know what I'm saying? So like uh, that is that is why these things have so much power, or also why the game has changed, but also critical acclaim and who's winning these awards doesn't really fucking matter because you could be the streets, you can be the streets best finest, but then there's one dude that got a whole bunch of plays on TikTok. Right, it's yo, it's very interesting, right? Yeah, now, so. yeah, and you know, and this, like, like I said, I just never understood about award shows because you know, I, I get it, like recognition to some, but it's like it always to me reminded me of the uh, there's two things that reminds me of the, the, the monkey and the and the and the grapes test, and I don't know yeah. if you know about that, but well, you know, I'm no, just gonna explain it, not at all. basically. Monkeys are doing tasks, right? And this yeah. is done, done in the science. Mm-hmm. Um, so the monkeys are in the, in, doing this test. And mm-hmm. you know, they're giving the monkeys like, like nuts or something that they can eat, but it's not that great, right? Okay. So then the second monkey does the same task, and they give him grapes. So then the first monkey does the task again, and they give him the same thing. And that monkey loses his fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because he's like, I did it. I deserve those fucking grapes. Give me the grapes. And then the second monkey does the same task again. They give him grapes again. And then the first monkey turns violent, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. So that's what awards are. Nothing existed prior to the awards, right? Okay. Everybody's doing the job. The, the pay is do a movie. People like you, you get more movie deals, right? Yeah. But now we added the grapes. We've added. Yeah, and now people are like, oh, I deserve this. I need this. I need this. Aren't you fucking happy that people are listening to you? Well, Drake said that. Drake said Grammys don't. He got a Grammy, and he said, uh, uh, really, honestly, this doesn't really even matter. Uh, and they shut him off, bro. He, he he said like, you know, the real reward is if people know the words to your music. Yes. And they fucking shut him off, bro. Dude, a hundred percent. And that's, you know why? Because there's money in the Grammys. There's money in yes. Yeah, there's a lot of people who have vested interests. And to me, these awards aren't the reward. And there's there's a lot of like, you know, there's a whole thing like, ah, oh, Leo's getting robbed, Leo's getting robbed, Leo's getting robbed. That motherfucker is making millions upon millions. Where is the robbery? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't have this fucking Le- you know, piece of metal, yeah, metal that's mm-hmm. a stupid fucking shape, yeah, that y- means nothing, it means literally nothing. And so, it's like, you know, to I, and that to me is like, you know, like that, you know, just the lost sights can't see the forest with the trees. I think that the uh, you know, like these people, like, uh, you know, like Macklemore one, it's like, okay, who gives a shit. I don't care yeah. about Macklemore's music. I don't care about Jay-Z's music. Honestly, I don't care about Kendrick Lamar's music. There's a lot okay. of people, I, 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 you know, that entire group of people. That I just, just listed. <laughs> yeah, n- none of them. None of them. I do like that thrift shop song. I ain't going to lie. But um, that's about it. The rest of his music, I can, I can, I can live without. Um, I will but, do. I have, a, I have a, a question of a situation. Are you getting busy right now? No. Okay, cool. So I got a question. We don't got to jump off. Like, I, I got time. So, um, dude, so uh, how do I say? Okay, I'll just, I'll just say it, man. I, I'll, ooh, it's something I should be able to ask. Okay, so this isn't super personal, I don't think. Uh, how do I say it so it's not 
Okay, look, look, I'll just ask about it. Okay, here we go. So, uh, uh, yeah, I just asked. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, my girl, right? This isn't super crazy personal by any means. It's just a situation, and I want to know what you thought or think about. It. Okay, so my girl invites uh, a, a fellow girl comic over to her house to read an audition to to do an audition with her. Okay, okay. so. She's doing, she uh, has her over. Now, auditions come in, in an email from your manager and it'll have a whole bunch of, it'll have a whole bunch of instructions and all the instructions can be different depending on what casting director you're submitting to, right? So sometimes it's slit, you know, when you see somebody like, hi, this is Johnny Depp reading for fucking Pirates of the Caribbean, you know what I'm saying? He, that's called slate, right? So sometimes they have you do the slate and then they have you do that separate or they have you do that before each shot or before each like block of line or something, right? And they'll be like, submit those all differently. Then they want you to submit them a certain way. Then they want you to, in the slate, say who you're represented by, right? So they do, they say this all differently. Sometimes they don't, right? Okay. So like, it's it's very specific instructions and part of the audition is following them instructions. If you don't, then they would just throw your shit out immediately, okay? That's like a, a thing, you know? If your shit is different or weird or in a different lighting or something like that, it's very annoying and it's just like mostly about like, can this person listen to me, to the director because they're going to be very specific on this thing type shit, okay? It's a lot of games. Okay. So, she invites this one girl over to do now the girl is kind of a kind of, I would say uh, endearing and can be maybe a little bit uh, proddy in a way that you know we that you know made everybody may not want you know like she'll like come in and like look at you know she just is proddy slight slightly proddy okay but not super but kind of okay so uh my girl is is has her over and then the girl is trying to look at the email to see what the instructions are my girl feels like that is a violation of of uh of privacy to for someone to look at the email and i said so she told me about it and she's i didn't realize how pissed she was about it and so here's your girl telling you something about work and then you say well you know hey babe you know like some yeah. people want to um it, it kind of makes sense for somebody to want to look so, at what you yeah. guys are working on so and, so uh mm-hmm. to be in a relationship but as soon as she said something your answer would have been should have been Fuck that one bitch. of three things. <laughs> that bitch did what? Yeah. Or two, fuck, <laughs> fuck. Her. fuck yeah. her. You're like, yeah, you're right. Fuck her. That That's what right. I usually do. And we're cool. Um, so. And but honestly, say, what do you feel? What do you feel about that okay, situation? Okay, so, so what do I feel about that situation? Is one, it's it's an email. You either are open about it or disclosed about it. And yes. that's on you. Yes. Two, it's a competitive world. People right. will do shysty stuff to each other. Yes. So you gotta sure. protect yourself. But if, if, let's say, for example, that girl got all the information of that and she shows up to that. Or, or tries to submit to your management because she yes. finds out who it is. Exactly. You know, some shit yeah. like that. So that is, or, you know, like, oh, let me take a look at it and then forward the details to herself. You know what I'm saying? There's a yeah. whole. Thing. And then whose responsibility would it have been to be like, oh, well, you should have protected your email. You should know that. So all the onus is on one person. And I definitely agree that nobody should have been looking at that. And, you know, and then the second thing is, uh, you know, you're, you know, I'd say your uh, girlfriend, she said the information. Why wasn't that good enough? 
And she did say that to me. She said, I'm saying it to you. Why do you need to fucking look at my email? Exactly. You know, yes. kind of like, you know, like, for example, you know, and this is just going to be different. That friend kind of sounds like that person. Like when you're working out, you're at the gym and you're like, all right, I'm going to do 10 reps. So I got 10 reps. And like you go to racket and they tap the bar out. Like, no, one more. It's like, no, dude, I'm a grown man. Fuck off. That's it. That's exactly I, I, what she said. She said, I'm a grown fuck. I'm thir- I'm whatever my age. I don't fucking need you to read my email. I know what the fuck I'm doing. She said yes, that. 100%. And there's absolutely nothing wrong. I, I, I'm, honestly, I'm glad that after I said it, it's what she said. Yes. Because, uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely am. Yeah, that's where I'm at with that. Thank you, dude. I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and now she now well she this has been this. redeeming qualities <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, now you know I, I hope after this like it's like the fed stock goes up like damn that person is right on right right i mean hey uh like fuck dude i didn't need to say it. and i was just like well hey you know I, my, i'm just saying the dumbest shit fuck I, I, you know, I don't even need to tell you my argument now that we know that I'm wrong, but it was just like, I wasn't even <laughs> arguing. I was just like, hey, like, you know, you brought her over to work on something. That's what my opinion was. Like, yeah. They, but she- it, 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 so there's, I think, I think the thing is, is you were thinking collaborative when it should be uh, considered not, not collaborative. It wasn't a collaborative effort. It was, a, it was, a, it was an ask for help. Not like, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, you know, and you know, I guess the only thing I would say was outline expectations before there's a there's a confrontation. Yes, that that would be the only the only advice. Like, hey, just help me out. This is what I expect. I don't want to do more than that. Right. Type thing, you know. And that I think that's always important. Like, you know, I think expectations allow a person, you know, like good or bad or indifferent. Like, you know, if you set up the expectation going to be able to help out a lot with this so just understand that well, yeah. so when you show up give as much as you can give no one's mad about you giving less you, or you know what i'm saying yeah so i think that's that's always important is just outlining the expectations right yeah man that's uh i i'm so glad i i don't work and i don't want to work in 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 places where it's like there's feels like there's finite amount of uh, you know you know what i'm saying like whatever if, it is yeah it's, if, it's if, scarcity if, exactly if somebody gets it that means somebody else is going without yes and yes. that is a, that's a that's such a, a like a rabid thought you know what i'm saying it's so mm-hmm. like prehistoric and that makes me think that's why I'm like we're like oh i can't believe that person did that it's like you can't like the thought of not eating is in that decision Mm-hmm. You know, so the thought of not making a car payment, the thought of not having a home, is in those decisions. And I'm just glad, like I said, you know, there's there's always a job, you know, in like a medical field, and there's always, you know, you know, in the military, there's always a, a you know a place where somebody needs you to fill in, a, you know, to fill in a role and responsibility. I always like the fact that there's always a job for me, and you know, it's a it's a different world, and it's hard to understand that, but. Um, you know, I grew up in a, in a, in a life where if my dad, you know, if somebody got the job and my dad didn't, he didn't have work for a while and we had to, we had those hard times. So like, you know, like finding out about a job on the phone, you didn't tell anybody. 
type of things. And that was rig work back in the uh, the eighties and nineties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, it was one of those things you just kept, you kept your cards close to your chest and, you know, like, you know, my dad had kids and obviously all of that, that, you know, had to worry about. So it's a crazy world, man. I'm, uh, and more respect to you guys. Like I said, I get something I could never do. And I brought it up last week. Like I could never bomb on stage. I, I have, I'm too fragile of a human. Do you think I so? Have, I think most of us are. I think, uh, I think a lot of us are fragile and we don't want to admit it. But, you know, being in those type of situations, I, you know, I, I've been, you know, like, ah, I, you know, I'll, I'll tell you this. I've never bombed because that, but I have given bad news to people, a group of people <laughs> in a formation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And you're saying, Boo, tomato. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're saying it and you see in the faces and they're just like stone. And they're like, you know, you, you know. That you just ruined their weekend. Yeah. You just, you know, like, hey, everybody fail. We're gonna field day on Friday and we'll reinspect on Saturday. And it's like, ah, uh, like that, like going out there knowing you're gonna get you like, you know, like you like to give like, hey, you know, don't fuck up this weekend, you know, you know, you know, just do all the, you know, you know, the standard safety brief. And that's what you wanna do. Right. You wanna go out there, you wanna be the good guy, go have fun. You just, you know, toss it, you know. You know, let, let the dogs out the leash. But when you're like, hey, you know, these dogs are going to go without supper. They're going to lose something that's so important to them. That feeling, I can imagine that's what it's like bombing. Just giving people a bunch of bad news for seven minutes. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, last night. Okay, so first, two things. I went, I started watching the comedy fucking special, uh, the comedy store thing. And, I, and it was oh, okay, Thursday. Do, do mm-hmm. me a favor. I, I've heard of it. It's been referenced to... What is it on and what is it called? Okay, it's called The Comedy Store Documentary, I believe. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's by Mike Binder and it's got all the fucking people, well, most of the people you want to see on it, you know? Now, cool. it's fucking good. It shows the story, it shows how it started, it shows the, the different ages of the different eras of the store and how it was and how fucked up it was at some points and how like all these different things and that was pretty cool it showed the dark sides the underbelly what it was like in Hollywood at that time fucking you getting interviews from these billion dollar comics now some of them are like yo fuck you I'm not even doing that shit I don't even know who this dude is that's making it you know so that's the whole thing now yeah there's some guys that are comedy store guys or some guys that are comedy seller guys you know so that's like east coast west coast shit okay <laughs> You tell me there's a Tupac Biggie scene here in the comedy. Hilarious, world? hilarious. Um, pretty much. But uh so I mean, like, uh it was cool. It was rock and roll, it was dope, you know. I was like, I was only on episode two, and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? So I got up and I went to the store, you know. Um it's down the street from me. So I go there and fucking, you know, sick ass people are up. Now I have a show right now. And the shows, you know, I, I'm not. I don't think I, it's doing well enough to say it's doing well, but I'm. It's. I'm watching it grow, and um, I'm fucking seeing Bill Burr there, you know, who's always there. But I just see Bill Burr, Dean Del Rey, like all these fucking killers that are up right now, Jack Knight, all these badass. I can drop a bunch of names, and I'm able to catch some of the ones that are approachable in the hallway and say, "Hey, yo, I have a show," 
right? Could you come to it? And some of them were like, okay, most of them said, oh, fuck, dope. And some of them were like, dude, do I follow you? Do you follow me? And then they were like, hey, man, I don't fucking really, my, my Instagram, a lot of messages get buried. Just give me your number, bro. So uh, in that night, I got like five people's numbers that I fucking like, it, it's crazy. They're in my phone now. I hit them up and they fucking are like, oh, yeah, what's the pay? We're talking right now and they're going to be on my show, right? So that's fire. Okay. Very high energy it was a it was chill but it was like a cool last night kicking it out there i know a bunch of people that work there right now very fun time i love fucking comedy okay then last night i went out and and didn't go to the store i went to another place and look i'll say this dude like there's levels to this shit and like these dudes have a bunch of followers online and i'll say that they are funny but they're growing you know and they got a, a spot at a very legendary historic place in LA, in Hollywood, it's a fucking place where in the 20s, fucking everybody, the fucking whole rap pack would be at and shit like that. And like very popping. And it's in the back of it. It's a sexy ass place where they used to have shows. Well, they do it. And man, the show was like the people they had on. I don't know what to say. I don't know if I'm just jealous or maybe I just saw too good a comedy last night. But like, man, dude, like motherfuckers weren't crushing like I really want to see, you know, like I want to see people like the whole room roar. It was like a real relaxed, like giggle and then die out, giggle and die out, man. I want to see like killer shit. And I'm just at a place where I'm ready to either do the road or get up, you know, either do the road, get close to uh, somebody that's, that's going doing the road or something like that. But I need to grow. And it's just like, hey, I, I'm hungry for that. And uh Last night was just a very, like, a, and also it's not my show, so I'm also a piece of shit. So I'm like, man, these I can make these niggas laugh more. You know, that's also a thing. But well, uh, isn't, isn't that somewhat the attitude you're supposed to have? Like, you know, yes, like, yes. like, like every sports person, like, I've ever, like, like, listened to, it's like, that guy's not better than me. I need, mm-hmm. to, I need to get to that spot and I need to be there. And that's like, you know, like, uh, you know, like Tom Brady or you know Michael Jordan. Like Tom Brady wasn't the starter. He's like, I'm better than these guys. I need to be the starter. I'm gonna be your quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. I don't know if you ever uh, uh, like heard like you know when Tom Brady was like you know went to Michigan. Like he told him, he's like, I'm gonna be your starting quarterback. And I was like, okay, dude, cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I, think that, I think you gotta have some of that like that crazy. Like right. I, I'm tired of crazy being a bad thing. Crazy is not a bad thing. Crazy is a good, it's just like anger. Anger is a good emotion to focus. Crazy right. is a good thing to keep you going. Right. Crazy is great when you're fucking don't have any money and you're like, I'm still the fucking best. That's a great thing to have. Now, it's not always the best and it doesn't always work out for people, but it is a good thing. So I think crazy is important. Yeah, okay. And, That's yeah, dope. Yeah, so I think it's awesome. Oh, speaking of, so I... Peacemaker. Fucking, I've gotten to the third episode, I believe. Oh my god, dude. That show has made me laugh out. And uh, by the way, I don't know what her real name is. Tasty from Orange is the New Black. I fucking Killer. love her. She's a beast. I fucking love her. She... Also, she... they wrote this. They they wrote this and um wrote the timing and like the comedy of it is its own thing. And yeah. I'm happy they're not trying to fucking because you know there's a sense of humors of movies that they just copy off of. Everybody was trying to be super bad. Everybody tries to be yes. you know Danny McBride. What Danny McBride does, and so like 
this is something different, dude. Yes. And this I'm is, very happy about that. This is awful with a soul. Yes, it is. It is, <laughs> it is so bad. It makes you laugh, but there's so, like, you just immediately, like, Peacemaker, like, you watch him in Suicide Squad, and it's like, and that whole line that the colonel gives him, Peacemaker, what a joke. It, it hurts him. It fucking yes. like, he, like he's just like, oh, why did he have to say that? You know what I'm saying? It's like I, I never such... seen Suicide Squad to be honest. So only watch that one. Okay. The rest of them are garbage. That Suicide okay. Squad is with Will like Smith. This. Will Smith is in it. No, no, not the Will Smith one. No, the, the okay. Idris Elba one. Watch the Idris Elba one. Okay. Uh, that one is so good. The rest of them uh, you can do without. I there's I watched the first one. There's another one, and then there's that one. I've only watched. The first one that had Jared Leto's Batman or Joker, and it was terrible. But that one was good. And then they took and, Jared Leto's Joker out. I, I mean, I, I, I saw it with him in it, so like, uh, yeah, he was there for a little bit. But, um, but yeah, this one the character stands so good. Mern, I fucking love like, like you know what I'm saying. Like every character is just not. They're not lovable, but they're all likable. Yes. And yes. Oh, except, except obviously, uh, what 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 is uh, what is Tasty's name? I don't know what her name is. Man, as an actress, I, as an act, as, like I, I the character or as an actress. The, no, I uh, so no, I know it's it's Adebayo is the uh, the the name in the show, but whatever that actress name is, I love like she was one of the main. Her and Crazy Eyes were the, the two main people I loved in Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, Danielle Brooks. Is that, that? Oh my god! Yeah, she's, great. she's fantastic. And then I got I gotta say this: that opening scene, that intro. How is that the best intro I've ever seen to any show? Yeah, it's it, fucking fire. I I I I feel like it's sacrilege to skip the intro. I've never felt that way. Uh, them standing in that fucking thing, dancing and stepping yes. back and forth. <laughs> I always skip the intro. I'm like, ah, I can skip the intro. I need to get to it. I watched that. I'm on episode six. I've watched. I watched it six times. I'm like, I love it. I, it's I so like, how the fuck did y'all come, up? dude? It's so its own thing. It's like they didn't care that anything else existed on TV right now, and I love yes. that. They were yes. like, well, this has to be in line with this other thing. It's like, no, it doesn't actually. Fuck no. all of y'all. Oh my goodness. And then I love like at the end of each episode, they like they showed like the ad living. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you and my favorite like is like Vigilante and Peacemaker talking about the duck. He's like, that's fucking stupid. It's like the beak wouldn't even be okay, a I'm mouth. Not, I'm only on episode like three, man. I'm oh no, oh my bad, my bad, my bad. Yes, yes, my yes, bad. yes, yes. I don't want to ruin it for you, but it's my current favorite show right now, is Peacemaker. Um and you know, I wish this was like so. There's certain shows I have to watch with my, my wife. My wife, not a big superhero fan. She's not. Oh, so you just get to blow through this? Yeah. So I, I do get it. You know, there's certain shows that I have to watch with her. Um, you know, like I, like me and her are documentary buffs. But like when it comes to like superhero stuff, I generally watch with my daughter. But obviously, this is not something I ever want my children to see. Maybe when they're adults. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, this is definitely adult level. Stuff, but yeah, I, you know, me, me and my daughter, we watch all the Spider Man's, Iron Man, the whole Marvel universe. Uh, I, I watch that with her all the time. But yeah, this is this isn't like Deadpool, where it's like like that T.J. Miller 
Reynolds over the yes, top fuck yes, you comedy. Yes, yes, this yes. This is like it pun it, it's not even punching down. It punches up. It does punch up, I feel. Like even though the character's like he has a racist dad. He's like, but he's trying to be better. You know what I'm saying? He says awful stuff. Mm-hmm. But he's trying to do it in a better way. And it's like that's all we want is to see somebody try. Right. You know, and yeah, yeah, he's like he's like he's the villain. Oh my god, dude. I could I am such I am fanboying over this show already. I love it so much. So I'm glad you watched it. I'm glad I, I got to talk to somebody about this. Yeah, man. Oh, because you know, good. obviously my, my wife and kids aren't the people I'm gonna be able to talk to about it. So it's like, hey, will somebody watch this nerd shit with me? And uh, you know, getting Danny to watch something, I don't it's tough. If it's not about fake animals, I you know, and you know, if it's about comic books or any cartoon, like it's he he's not gonna want to watch it. So, yeah, it's uh it's the best. Right. No, I feel it. But I know I know we've been on this for a minute, so let's go ahead and wrap this up, man. Uh, Thank man, you. Was... Oh, you yeah 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 you go. Oh, you this go. has been a, another fire ass episode of redeeming qualities. Hopefully, we'll have Danny back from the fucking White House. Uh, this is a show about not how men speak, but how friends speak. You know, um, I've been joined here with. Oh, I've been joined here. Oh. I've been joined here with. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it set it up. Alley oop. I fucked it up. All right. All right. Dribble on the count of three. Then you do it. I got you now. All right. Fez. We've been joined with by Fez. I have been joined here with Fez. Thank you. Uh, I'm Mark. You know, right, you can find me on Rockstar Unicorn. And it's been Redeeming Qualities, man. Thanks for coming. All right. Peace, man. Peace. <laughs> I've been joined here.